welcome to another brand new episode of the mini games podcast we are coming at you live not on recording but we're, we're recording it live at some point uh it today is uh what well, fuck it i'm look. i'm literally you ever just like look at like i'm so tired you ever just like look at something and it doesn't seem like it doesn't make sense like, yeah, like I, I've been staring. I was like, "Oh, it's January twentieth." Like I'm looking at the fucking calendar on the corner of my on the corner of my computer, and I'm just like, "Nah, those are just that's that none of that's that makes sense to me." Yeah, it's it's January twentieth. Hi, welcome to the Mini Games Podcast. As usual, I'm your host Mike. Also, episode thirty eight. Uh, yeah, I'm your host. I'm I'm fucking falling apart today. Hi, I'm Mike. Keith is here too. This might have been the one time I should have done it. If there was ever a time for, you know what, uh, Keith, uh, we're not. I'm not going to pause. I'm not going to re-record anything. It's your intro now. Go. Yeah, we're here. Hi. Honestly, way better than what I did. So yeah. <laughs> hey. Way, way, way fucking better. Hi, welcome to the Mini Capes Podcast. <laughs> oh man, we're back. We're back. Oh. 38. Yeah, dude, we're cl- we're coming up on 50 episodes. We gotta come up with something to do for fifty. We did a twenty episode like special. We need to get a special fifty. We did a twenty something special because we didn't think we were gonna fucking make it to twenty, and here we are no, now. No, no, God, no! It took us that long <laughs> to get to twenty. <laughs> it took us. It took us fucking like what four years to get to twenty episodes. Something like that. We <laughs> already shit. doubled it, and then almost like did it again. So, oh God, we're too successful. That's our problem. We're just we're yeah. too good at what we do. Yes, I'll take it um hi uh it's uh if, if we sound a little upbeat today uh you know it's it's inauguration day uh i'm coming off of a little bit of a uh of, of a bit of a schadenfreude high because i i love seeing people upset at the inauguration day i saw a trump flag at half mast on my way home oh like like the joke i've been making actually happened uh, can, can we just take a moment to, to pour one out for our great men and women of the fucking degenerate land for the for the loss of their once never great leader oh man (laughs) oh okay we could talk about games and not be as miserable about the world as miserable it's still miserable i'm as miserable i mean like i'm not optimistic about a biden presidency but i am more optimistic about literally anything that could happen in these next four years and literally anything that happened in the last four so it's just uh yeah it's back to the usual disappointment not the usual terror yeah it's like i it's it's so weird knowing that like you know what i'm okay with just being like upset at at our at our at our presidential administration other than being like looking at the news and being like yo what the what the actual fuck is happening yeah exactly uh, so with that, should we go into the usual games? <laughs> yeah, video games. Uh, the the real. This is where the real politics uh, takes place because nothing is more polarizing than than the video games. Uh, Keith, what have you been playing? I passed uh, the fifth gym in Pokemon Platinum. I, I I've decided I'm going to actually put some consistent effort into this. Look at you! I'm proud of yeah. you. Yeah. So, I think Daxa told me to go, like, fend off a herd of Psyduck blocking a road. 
as you do yeah i'm just disappointed it's not squirtle like i know i know squirtle squad isn't a thing in games but i want it to be yo dude i think i would i would i would vibe hard with with the fucking squirtle squad oh dude straight up um let's see what have I oh actually we started uh gears 5 because hello game pass oh. i can finally do that Oh yeah, dude. How's how's that been treating you? The the gear the gear of war. I like it. It's like okay, the gears formula was getting. I mean, it, it's it's simple. It's a simple third person, rolling around taking cover game. It's probably, I guess, what reinvigorated it. I guess. Is that safe to say? Uh yeah, I yeah I I think I could probably I can vibe with with that with that statement. Yeah. Now. The thing is, it kind of didn't evolve much, but this game did a couple cool things to change it. They added very simple stealth sequences. It's not like Last of Us tier of like crawling around because I mean, Gears you can't do that. You're like four feet girth across your chest. Yeah, so you're like you're like three hundred pounds of meat. So it's just like it's meat hard and metal. To... Yeah, yeah. So essentially, you're kind of just sneaking around behind cover and taking people out from behind. So it's it's really cool to see just see different sequences that still feel like a Gears game, you know. Uh, simple little tweak, and then uh, there's a three-person co-op on this, and one person's literally just a flying like robot droid. And I'm sure. Playing... <laughs> so that thing comes in handy. It can do like like it cloaks you. It uh, zaps your enemies. You can it can freeze them if you get like certain upgrades. Um, and now they have like a targeting system to where like you say you're NPC squads, you just the simple things like, hey, get that guy, and they all focus fire. Um, so you could do things like to get it to pull aggro from you. Just simple things that are in other games, but it's refreshing to see gears do it because it's never been done in a gears before, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like uh I feel like Gears is one of those games where it's like Gears started something and then it took a while to catch up to all the stuff that has come along since yeah. uh yeah, like gears. Out. Yeah, like how we said, it kind of reinvigorated uh, the third person and cover system. But then it basically gave the birth of like the horde survival mode, like as a thing, you know. Yeah, and then a bunch of other games came out and ended up doing gears better than gears eventually did. So yeah, exactly. And then, then like I said, it took a while to catch up to what other games had. But it's cool because it still feels familiar, and they didn't really go in depth with the new stuff to like take away. It's almost like a first glimpse, like, hey, here's some ideas that we got. But it did it pretty well, so I'm kind of excited. Um, now, with that being said, everything else still feels just like kind of familiar. Like with those extra things, it's still a Gears game at its core. So really, you're just kind of wondering, okay, what's the story going to be? Because I already know I can shoot. I already know I can do this. I already know I can do that. Um, you're gonna finish the finish the fight, or that—that's what they say, right? That's that, that's that, that was Halo Three. We're we're gonna Bro. we're gonna finish killing yes. Dom's wife. Yes, pretty much. Uh, although I will say I do like where that story's headed, though. Like Gears Four is basically like a Force Awakens, like a kind of greatest hits while also introducing what's new, like super familiar. And then this one is really piggybacking off of the new characters really well. Um, how familiar are you past that Gears 3? 
or are you at all? I'm, I'm not I so am much. not. <laughs> so yeah, Gears Four introduced JD, which is Marcus's son. Um, Del, of, of course, kinda, that's, that's, that's his fucking name. Yeah, um, Dell, which is kind of like a Cole Light, like still a cool guy, but not as cool as Cole, uh, Cole Train, and then Kate, who was an outsider, basically almost like a like a not an anarchist group, but like we're not part of this official cog army, we're not part of this like official civilization. Leave us alone, we don't like you, kind of thing. And um, the end of Gears Four. I guess we're way past like statue of spoilers for that, right? Yeah, and I'm at the, at this point, like I, I don't know if I'll play those games. So yeah, just fucking tell me that shit. Okay, um, at the end of Gears Four, like the whole thing is like get her mom. Like the locusts aren't completely dead. Um, there's like a new mutated form of them, and you need to find her mom because they took her. So you find her, and then she like gives you like your says this was your grandmother's necklace. And then on the back of it is basically like the locust symbol. Oh, shit. So it's like, what the hell? Like, like we're okay. Who? Why? What's going on here? And that's the cliffhanger. And then there's just so many theories of like, okay, the mom was like, like, like the grandma was the locust queen. There was so many theories. Like, no, that 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 tribe was in with the locusts. Um, just a whole bunch of things like that. And that's what this one picks up off of. And I'm in the second act, and you do get some answers that lead back to the original trilogy, like where the locusts came from, um, how they came to be, um, things like were they manufactured or were they were they here the whole time? Were the aliens were like just w- their origin? All of that stuff gets answered pretty quickly, and it's cool because Marcus's dad in the original trilogy is like looking into that stuff, so it still feels organic. It doesn't feel disenfranchised from. Even though it's a new developer, with the coalition taking over. Okay, so generally, and, you sound pretty positive on on the gears. Yeah, I mean, what's what's gears is gears, and that's familiar, and that part kind of stale. But they did enough new things to where you do kind of have some different stuff. Like they incorporated like 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 the the horde in campaign, so it's not like a separate thing anymore. Or it, it is its own mode, but there's still like sequences in there you know that weave it in organically okay okay i feel that and then uh, colton my designated white person that i'm playing with he says like i specifically want to be the bot so he's been playing this whole time as a floating droid so it's actually kind of cool because if you're single player you basically say that hey go over here and there's puzzles and stuff that require him um so instead of like saying hey go here and you're just standing around like he's actually doing it and you see like on the, like a digital map of like where he is and things like that like going through vents and like hacking stuff like while listening to to Darude. okay and uh, okay <laughs> that's just what we play that's just what we play when he's on the computer uh, in, in the game and then there's all the collectibles like he, he can pick them up some of them are only in spots that he can find so unless you know what's there single player then you're not looking for it, you know? But in this case, it's like, hey, look what I found in this area that you can't find. Um, all the abilities, like, he's in he's in control of them, so it's not like you're commanding two different things at once. Um, and it gets super easy and kind of OP once you really upgrade the stuff and you can have someone control it. Um, we're playing intermediate, and I'm like, dude, we could probably play this on hard and not even have to, like, trip still. 
Um, they made it open world too. That was really cool. Oh, weird. There's there's open world sequence uh, areas. Um, like say you go through like you know gears is like very li- oh, linear. Yeah, absolutely. So like you go through that, and you do all that stuff like normal, and then you end up saying like, okay, here, let's get on this. Um, they call it the skiff. It's basically like a like a snowmobile kind of thing, like a windrider okay. snow thing. And then you're going across, and then it opens up to a map, kind of like how like Halo Infinite looked. So where like you can go here, here, and here in this order, and there's side quests and things like that in that specific area. And then once you get to like say like a crashed plane, then you you crawl underneath and you get in into there, and then it's a linear area. And then once you finish that, you come back out, and then it opens up again to your next linear area, kind of like Metro, I guess. Okay, I can I can fuck with that. Yeah, it's really cool because. It weaves it in pretty interestingly and almost organic. Like, it feels organic. It doesn't feel out of place. And it's just things that it's just the next step for Gears, you know? Yeah. Well, that's it's so, good to hear that you can still uh, enjoy uh, a Gears of War game now, considering that it, feel, it feels like Gears 5 came out like a long ass time ago. Yeah, th- yeah I think it was last year. Um, and they've done a lot of stuff to support it. They've added. Uh, a couple DLCs. One of them, is, there's uh, the New Day from WWE as downloadable characters. Of of course there is. Yeah, and they're like, they're like them dancing unicorns and all that stuff, but in gears in multiplayer. So <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Why? Why is that? Why? Why? You know what? Don't answer that question. Why not? Is the answer. I mean, fair. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the biggest thing I've been playing. Um, and of course, the, the occasional rust, where me and you were kind of talking about this earlier. We're kind of getting near, uh, I guess, a pausing point for the house. Um, stuff is signed. It's pretty much in motion. And we're just kind of finishing things up to get it appraisal worthy. And then after, so once it's ready, we don't want to mess things up anymore, get it appraised and say, okay, yeah, we're moving in. Here, here's a, here's a boatload of money. Then we'll get in there, have some settle down time before we work on projects here and there. It's no more crunching it to get the house. You know, we're in there. We got like thirty years on this mortgage. We're good to go for a while. You are uh, you are big chilling, basically. Almost, almost. I'm still big stressing right now. I mean, you are basically buying a buying a fucking house. I would be I would be stressed too. <laughs> yeah. Once we're in there, it's like oh thank God. But yeah, until then, we're still in that time, that limited time. So I'm pretty much playing Pokemon on my lunch. And then if I'm not working on the house or hanging out, spending some time here, then I can play. Like, that's like my fourth thing down the list, you know? Yep, I feel that. But once we're in there, oh, that's going up two or three slots. <laughs> Love that. Love that for you, Keith. Yeah. But yeah, Gears 5, I'm enjoying it. I'll come back once we finish it. I'm not Obviously, I'm not doing a full review. That game's a year old by now. But I uh, will give some more thoughts later. Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah, what have you been playing? Um, so I think I talked about this last week. Uh, I 100% finished. Con- I didn't 100% complete it, but I, I, I beat it plus the DLC uh, control. Oh, uh, you beat the DLC? I beat both the DLCs. Um admittedly dlcs were a little bit on the weaker side um but i I don't think it takes away from that game at all as a whole uh i i think 
I think Control is one hell of a fucking game um, that I recommend everybody plays. Uh, we're going to get a little bit into that in a second here. Um, but yeah, Control, really good fucking game. Um, I also uh, both started and beat Hitman 2 uh, in one day. So <laughs> that Is it really that short? Um, yeah, it's like... It's like 12 hours worth of game. Uh, I think, you know, that's granted. I just played through it. I didn't do like challenges or and stuff right. like that. Um, but also, I didn't feel like the need to do any challenges. Like, well, it, it's a very good game. It plays very well. Um, I'm excited to play Hitman 3 at some point uh, in the next few weeks. I did fill out my tax return today, so I'm going to be patiently waiting to get that in the mail so i can spend that money on straight up bullshit um oh man i, I got some bad news for you on that one that ain't coming until march why so they're collecting and from what i read they're not processing or doing anything until the 12th of february that's dumb as fuck I knew I was going to use that for a down payment and closing costs. Yeah, that's so <laughs> sick. Well, okay, guess I'm not. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you did say patiently, so it still counts. No, I'm just impatient. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited for Hitman 3. Um, but, you know, I, I think the the one, the, the first Hitman like reboot that IO did, I think that game really benefited from the uh, the episodic way that it was released. Um, I, I think that was a very, very smart way uh, to put that game out. Mainly just because, you know, it because every episode came out over the course of however long they came out. You know, when I when I first played that game, it was like, oh, it yeah. gave me time to like actually digest yeah and like and and like really play those games like i i wanted to get my money's worth out of it so i i wanted to do everything i possibly could in those hitman game in that first hitman game so Mm -hmm. like i i I remember i did like the majority of like the challenges and stuff in like the first hitman game just because like i i had so much time to spend with that game because it was coming out episodic with hitman 2 and i guess hitman 3 coming out as a full package um I, I, I don't have any incentive to like take my time with it really. Like I, I I was surprised at how fast I breezed through Hitman 2. And like it wasn't like I was playing on easy mode or anything. I was playing on whatever like the normal difficulty is. But Yeah. Yeah, it's Still. it's just not it's not that long of a game. Um I definitely think the first Hitman definitely is a bit stronger i think mainly it's just because of the format that it was released in also uh the first hitman there were way more opportunities for you to just do some absolutely astronomically dumb shit in that game um and i feel like you lose out on that a little bit with hitman 2 there's not enough like granted it's a serious game of course it is but there's like there's no room for shenanigans really and i think that's part of why like i liked hitman 1 it was just like so my, one of my favorite missions in Hitman One is uh, I, I forget where even the location is, but one of the ways that you can uh, you, you kill one of your targets and like to sneak up to him is like you uh, you you basically pose as this like famous drummer and like you're trying to fill in for this like dude's like shitty band or whatever, and so like you go up there to like audition for him and like Agent Forty Seven's a fucking hitman, right? So it's just like. 
This seems like a really strange thing. And it turns out he's like really fucking good at playing drums. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's really <laughs> fucking good. Like he sits out at the drum kit and just fucking nails this like really sick drum beat. And I was like, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now, dude. Like, <laughs> it's almost like that. Like that first time we found out Justin Bieber can actually play drums. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was just like. I was like, yo, is Agent 47 laying down a sick fucking beat on these drums right now? I was like, this is <laughs> this is everything I've wanted. But it's like, there's not really like a lot of that. Uh, there is some of it uh, in Hitman 2. Like there's there's one uh, one of the missions you do. You're in uh, you're in Mumbai, and you have to kill this like Bollywood movie actor, and. Uh, one of the ways to kill him is you just use an industrial fan to blow him off of a roof. Oh shit. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. Like it's so dumb. And like that was like that was probably like the one time where I let out like 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 the, this is a fucking ridiculous like laugh. Um Yeah, like I it's a good game. I, I, I didn't get like everything that I wanted out of it the same way that I did uh the first one, but I, I hear I'm hearing really good things so far about Hitman Three, so I'm excited to uh, to play that at some point. Yeah, I've heard good things too. Um, hopefully, you can get on that soon. Uh, hopefully, I mean, now that you just fucking crushed my dreams, but you know, yeah, got to use regular money. Uh, I also start like I've basically you know besides World of Warcraft, I don't even mention World of Warcraft because anymore because I think it's a it's like a, it's, a yeah, it's like assumed I'm playing it at this point. Um. So I've besides that I've been trying to plug away at the immense backlog I built up in the last uh, Steam sale. Mm -hmm. uh, so I recently started up uh, Trials of Mana. Um, if you don't know what that is, I, well, I, I know for a fact that you fucking don't, Keith. Um, mm -hmm, go on. So I'm sure I'm sure you're aware of the Super Nintendo game Secret of Mana, though. Yes. So. Uh, Secret of Mana in well the the Mana series in Japan is known as Saiken Densetsu. Um, mm -hmm. For a long time, uh, American audiences have wanted Saiken Densetsu Three, the sequel to Secret of Mana. Uh, it had never been released. It's never been released in the U.S. Uh, until now, uh, other than like really awkward like fan translations. So like there's there were ways to play the original version, but when. Uh, Square uh, did the remat did the remake of Secret of Mana. They also released a bundle that was the original Secret of Mana, and for the first time ever, uh, an American version of Psychic Densetsu Three, which they named Trials of Mana. You know, okay, I have heard of this. Yeah, and so they they ended up giving Trials of Mana the Secret of Mana treatment, where they did also alongside just releasing the game as it like in its original form just you know localized um they also yeah. did the full-on 3d like remake of trials of mana and they released that on multiple platforms and that's the one that i'm playing um it's pretty fun so far um the story seems like it's fucking terrible but i mean this is from as like a super nintendo rpg uh so i'm not like i'm not yeah. like expect i wasn't like expecting too much uh, i just like the way that like the mana games play um and it, it plays like like a fucking hack and slash and it's it's dumb mindless fun so i can i can get behind that yeah i respect it dumb is good also been uh i've been hitting uh 
the ring fit adventure pretty hard now also um you're getting ring yeah fit? dude i i don't know if i'm getting ring fit but i'm getting my i'm getting my ring kicked if you know what the fuck i'm talking about dude the fuck hey <laughs> like dude uh some of I, I think it's just because like i'm fat and lazy but like some some of those exercises that you do for like the combat stuff like man they if, like if you want to do like damage to shit you gotta fucking you gotta fucking do some squats man like i straight up like basically rubbing my ass on the ground just to just to do good damage which is like you know feeling the burn in two places dude absolutely i i like i like went to work the day after and was like waddling around like a fucking penguin all day just because my my thighs were in such miserable shape oh man and you know it's funny like i was thinking about that i was like okay once i'm off like the second floor i'm gonna get that thing and i can just picture myself doing the exact same thing just waddling around Dude, and it's like, like, you know, there's stuff like, like the Wii Fit and, you know, there's like Wii games in general that like are geared towards like exercise. Yeah. I, I feel something like Ring Fit is a little unprecedented because I, I like, I, I'm not going to do like some fucking P90X level shit, but I feel like this is probably the closest I will ever get to doing like some P90X level shit. And since you can tune the exercises the way you want, like you can make this game as like you can make this game beat beat your ass like as much as you want it to. That's kind of cool. Like they definitely have like super baby mode, and then like I'm kind of like in the middle because I was like, well, I'm not like well, I'm I'm out of shape, but I'm not like so out of shape where I can't do like most exercises. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. but I'm also not in the level of like I'm not like a fucking athlete or anything and i can't do some of like the later shit so I, I like that you can really tailor it and one thing that's cool every time you boot up the game it was like oh how did you feel like it's like how did you feel after last time did you think that was a good place do you want to tone it up do you want to bring it down like it, it it's good at like doing that too uh it tracks your like the amount of calories that you've uh lost and i don't pay attention to that shit because I, I feel like I, I bump myself out every time i look at shit like that um <laughs> You know, it, it keeps track of everything. Like one of the things that it there's that little dumb sensor on like the the bottom of one of the Joy-Con that like I was like, what does this do? Like it's like a heartbeat monitor. Like every time you're done exercising, yeah. it, it it tracks your heart rate. Um, it's it's a real it's a real fucking cool game. Like and here's the thing. Like I I don't like working out. Like especially now in the pandemic. Like I'm not gonna go to a fucking gym. Like there's no way. Yeah. Um, and I've said it a lot. If, if you're going to get me to work out, you have to fucking video game that shit somehow because otherwise my fat ass just will not care. That's why, like, when I was actively, like, running, that zombie run app was, like, my favorite thing in the fucking world. Um, but I, I think above all, like, yeah, Ring Fit's a fucking workout, but, like, the actual game itself is fun. Like, you know, you have to, you have to do, you have to jog in place to get around uh, the uh, admittedly on rails maps to like collect to like collect coins and shit you have to flex the uh the ring con to either like jump over obstacles or break crates and stuff like that if you go upstairs uh you have to like actually lift your knees higher to go upstairs at a quicker rate like yeah they they do a bunch of cool shit and then you know you get into like those turn-based rpg battles um yeah i remember you mentioned those and 
yeah, it's like, besides it being like a really tough workout if you want it to be. Like I like like I said, I've definitely gotten my ass beat by that fucking game. Um, it's fun. I like playing it. Like I look, I, I finish up, and I'm like, yeah, I I would like to continue playing that. <laughs> so we'll get more ongoing. Uh, what's it called? Ring Fit Tales. Yeah, uh, you'll learn through my uh, my my process, my adventure with Ring Fit, my my adventures with Ring Fit Adventure, and uh, you can you can learn more uh, about my journey to stop uh, the Buff Dragon. Uh, Drago is his name. I hate that it's not Buff the Magic Dragon, dude. That would have been honestly that's that's a level of top tier comedy. Like, I would have been like, that's the best shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay, I think I came up with something. Hear me out. Once we get this game, or once I get this game and I'm in the house, we'll do the Josta Lose a T-Shirt Challenge. Where you go down a T-Shirt size, and it could be Ring Fit, it could be Zombie Run, anything. Just whatever, Pokemon Go, whatever game, and just get our community of seven involved. I would, uh, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. Um, I, I would honestly be super down to do some shit like that. Yeah, one, once I'm in the house. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah. Once once you move into your fucking house. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like I, now that like I'm actively playing Ring Fit, like this is the time where I was like, damn, maybe I should just buy myself a pair of AirPods and start like running to supplement all this Ring Fit shit. Yeah, I could, something. It's like, and I could run by the by the park by my house that is a Pokestop, so I could also play Pokemon Go at the same time. Dude, yeah, I'll be living well near Album Park. Okay? If we all live in the same city as this, you'll know what that is. Um, so many stops, and I kind of want to do that eventually. So, yeah, we'll lose T-shirt sizes. I would like to at least go. Yeah, you know what? One losing a T-shirt size would be good. I got some old XL shirts that I found that I'm like, I would love to fit in that again. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I wish I future-proofed a bunch of shirts from high school, but anyway, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, we'll have to work this out. We'll come, we'll come up with our clever, our clever tag that we're literally just ripping off Jamie Josta with us and calling it our own. You know what? It's fine. It is. Oh, but does that pretty much sum up what we've been playing or up to? Yeah, that's I think, I that's, think basic, that's, so. that's basically been it. Hey, this is actually a shorter one compared to usual. Is it? You're working again. It is. Ah, uh, you, you know what? Fair. Oh, man. I don't have limitless time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there is a limit now. Um. So, really quickly, we'll just go through some sales. Sales! Uh, I, I knew it was coming. I wasn't ready for it. I, I, I still wasn't ready for it. I knew it was coming, but I was just like, here we go. Um... <laughs> Uh, coming to Xbox Game Pass. Well, actually, uh, this says January 21st. I booted it up. It's on there right fucking now. Yeah, it is. That, that threw me off, too. I saw that, too. Um, so by the time you're listening to this, obviously, it'll be on there uh, already. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, we were going to talk about this some more. Uh, Control is now on Game Pass. Um, worth mentioning, this is just the base game of Control. It's not going to come with uh, the Foundation or the uh, AWE DLCs. Um, but it's still, like, honestly, you don't lose anything by not having those having that DLC. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. 
Control's a fucking incredible game. I think you should play that. I think everybody should fucking play Control. Uh, it's, I believe, it's incredible. I, I believe you were getting on Game Pass. You get the DLCs discounted too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that sounds about right. So if you like Control enough to like get the DLC, then definitely do it. Uh, I think that game is deserving of um, every bit of praise that it has gotten uh, since it came out. Uh, I definitely... Uh, it took me a long time to get to get to it, but uh, and I feel like a fucking idiot for taking so long to, to play that game. But I'm I'm honestly super super fucking glad I did because it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's really really fucking weird. I don't know. I still don't think I know what the fuck is going on in that game. Um, but okay, yes, the DLCs are a dollar less. Oh well, there you go. Save a couple bucks. Um, Literally, because there's two DLCs. Yeah. Uh, play control it's it's a fucking incredible game um i'm usually not a big like third person i'm just not a big shooter fan in general if i'm being honest much less a third person one but um i think control does a lot of really cool shit uh the shooting feels good the telekinetic powers feel really good uh the story is wacky and weird as all hell uh it looks fucking incredible um the motion capture on that is fucking insane uh it is ray traced and it looks goddamn insane on my computer. So, oh man, those rays! So yeah, um, play control. Uh, if you have Game Pass, that is definitely uh, that is definitely like a must get, a must grab. It is from within that. your interests. Yeah, it's uh, get play control. Like I, it's it's one of the few games where I can seldom say this game is for everybody. Hey, there we go. I always like that. Uh, January 16th uh, Cyber Shadow is coming to Game Pass. I don't know what the fuck that is. Me neither, but the picture looked cool. Much respect to cool looking pictures. Uh, January 28th, uh, The Medium is coming to Game Pass. Uh, Our first true exclusive for Xbox's next generation. Yeah, uh, the game that I am I'm hoping it doesn't fry my fucking computer if it's truly running two instances of that game at the same time at all times. Yeah, this is really, I guess, the true test of the console because the, the, our computer should be good. The console is really the test of it because that's not as, it's not as, I guess, loaded as ours. So yeah, I, I would love to feel the temperature of 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 those new Xboxes. Uh, while 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 the medium is running, um, I would love to honestly feel the temperature of my computer while uh, the medium is running. Like, I wonder, I wonder how long of a game it is. Like, there, there, I have so many questions about it because I feel like I don't right. know anything about it besides it's basically double the game at the same time all the time. Right. Um, but you know, that's going to be a cool one at the uh, at the end of the month, basically. So you know, look out for it's the potential medium. To be yeah, it's potential to be Xbox's first new big ip see if it, if it does that well they uh they fucking need it <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly what they need and we've been kind of saying it seems like this is what they're going for so i hope they stick the landing on it yeah um i don't think they can afford to uh to not do that really <laughs> like to not stick the landing i mean financially like it's they're, they're getting the same amount of money out of us it's really i guess the actual acclaim that comes along with the value of Game Pass, you know? Yeah. To say, like, here's a game you can only play on Xbox and Game Pass. 
and not just like, okay, yeah, I can pick up control on Steam or something like that. You know, like it has to be here to get new people that aren't just like us and are going to stay subscribed, you know? Yeah, they well, I, I, that's the, the good, one good thing about Game Pass is that it's like a it's a fucking crazy like deal. Like it's it's hard to it's hard to knock Game Pass. Yeah, even if it didn't have the exclusives, you know. Yeah, it's but, it, I, I can't. I mean, I mean, we we fucking we fucking shill Game Pass all the time on here. So it's just like you pretty know. much every week at this point. But I mean, it's just, it's like the Netflix of games, you know, like you have your original content and you have your stuff that's just, I guess, licensed out for a bit. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out, shout out Game Pass. Shout out the medium. Uh, we'll be playing. You. Oh, absolutely. Uh, last thing on here that is, uh, that is really cool. Uh, Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 remastered. Uh, let's go. That's very sick um i like the yakuza games a lot uh i obviously like you know i i talked up like a dragon a lot i i think that that's a fucking insanely good game uh and i that's you know everybody should uh everybody should play yakuza like a dragon also uh even though i will fully admit probably not a game for everybody um uh, but still uh it's it's really fucking good uh yeah everybody should at least try a little bit of uh of that yakuza shit and there's a lot of yakuza on game pass too i think yeah uh there's there's definitely already a lot of yakuza on game pass so you know uh okay so before these go up there's yakuza kiwami 2 there is yakuza 0 and oh yakuza kiwami 1 Okay, cool. So you know, there's a there's a good amount of Yakuza on there. Um, you know, those are those are some really cool action oriented games. I definitely recommend if you if you like fighting dudes, uh, those are really good games. I I saw a tweet that like perfectly encompasses like what the Yakuza games are. Um, I saw someone say that uh, the Yakuza games plot wise are like an episode of like the sopranos or it's just uh, like you know it's like a gangster thing so it's like you know it's like the godfather uh where like every inter where like every little while they take a break to have to just become a fucking simpsons episode yeah from what you told me that sounds about right <laughs> yeah like th those games have no problem being straight up some of the goofiest fucking shit in the world but i i think it uh I think it works really fucking well for it. Uh, I, I like a game that's willing to be extremely serious uh, and also just being completely fucking stupid uh, most of the time. I guess I'm here for it. So yeah, uh, Yakuza on Game Pass. That's real cool shit. Um, Steam having a little, uh, little sale on Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, that is 33% off, so you can get that for $40.19 until... Uh, well, actually, that's over. I don't know why you put that here. Wait, no, 29th. 29th. 29th, okay. This is why This is why I, I should proofread the Google Doc to make sure. Um, I, I told you to. <laughs> I literally said peep it. Look at it. Look, I did look at it. I, you know, I've been so fucking tired all day. Like, I saw it, and I was just like, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2. Running on fucking two hours of sleep, dude. You gotta fucking leave my ass alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it's on sale. 
and yes it will be on sale for a while yeah it, it'll be on sale for longer than it than i originally thought it was going to be on sale um that is actually going to do it for uh the sales so i, I just double checked it just to make sure okay we're good <laughs> i think uh i think it's a good time as any to get into the news yeah we have news yeah and and as usual um we're gonna we're gonna kick this news off by talking about uh, the gaming in- <laughs> the gaming industry's favorite punching bag, uh, CD Projekt Red, and by association Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, so, CD Projekt Red facing uh, now its second uh, class action lawsuit uh, following the botched Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven release. Uh, This lawsuit claims that the developers violated federal laws by misleading investors over the quality of the game. So now the fucking investors are are, are at it. And the feds. I mean, fuck the feds, but also get them feds. What a a fucking time Cyberpunk is is having. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw that video after you mentioned last week where they kind of did their outline of when they hope to get stuff going. And I believe that, that they'll do it. They'll get it playable at, at that time frame. But just, holy shit, the road that it's taking to get You know there. what, Keith? Good for you for uh, for having for having faith that they're going to get this done. Good, good for you. I mean, how could they not at this point? They have to be working on only that for like the past, what, like almost two months now? I mean, I, I don't know if they can afford to work on anything else at this point. <laughs> exactly like whatever other future projects that they were kind of already moving on to yeah those are on hold now (laughs) it's so crazy to think that like this was supposed to be like the game you know like this was like this this was supposed to be the fucking game that like everyone like people were supposed to talk about this game for fucking generations to come and yeah and i was i was about to say like people are definitely going to be uh talking about this game for a very long time but i don't think they're going to be doing it for the ways that cd project red uh would would want them to and, and i think one of the main issue was i think i think cd project red was fine and being like ah oh, dude we're the st- we're the studio that made the fucking witcher like we could we can do this it turns out they could not yeah. uh, but you know yeah that's what happens here uh i guess we'll have to that's kind of like the epic apple thing we'll just have to keep an eye on it it's probably gonna be quiet for a while until something major i i disagree i feel like it is not going to be that quiet like ever again for cyberpunk i no on top of the lawsuit the lawsuit yeah in terms of just like cyberpunk though i i think uh they don't have the luxury of being able to go into hiding like uh like hello games did for no man's sky uh i i think i think based on the magnitude of the fuck up of that game they like they have to be as open as they possibly can like all the fucking time yeah there's no other way at this point which you know uh sucks i guess but you know maybe maybe wait also yeah, maybe, maybe wait to put out your fucking game or something if it's not ready you know you know, just things. Just, just, uh, just CD Projekt Red things. Oh, that game, that game. Um, so Capcom 
streaming uh, a Resident Evil showcase uh, as of time of filming this tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, it will have uh, already aired. Um, yes. So have fun. Yeah, this. Uh, they're going to be showcasing Resident Evil Village. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on record here and say, "Wow, that looked really cool. Good for them." Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they're going to be putting out a new trailer, so I'm going to go back and say, that was a cool trailer. Wow. Did you see that trailer? It was really, really fucking good. Uh, I really love how uh, – I, I really loved in that trailer how uh, they, they had Chris Redfield. Uh, I, I really I also really like how they made uh, – the the roman numeral eight part of the logo that was really cool yes uh, that was pretty neat and orange can you believe that uh they revealed that the final boss of the game uh was the prince from katamari damasi uh that was a bold move i think by the developers but i'm glad oh, that man, they did I was, it i was gonna say kaiser soze also you know what uh also a great reveal, uh, the Kaiser Soze reveal at, that it turned out to be the prince from Katamari Damacy uh, was great. And it turns out uh, Chris Redfield actually voiced by Morgan Freeman. Uh, so this Especially is that part when like Morgan Freeman comes out and says, I am the Resident Evil Village. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, it turns out the village was, uh, the real village were the friends that we made along the way. Um, and uh, it turns out there were actually... Uh, no zombies it was just uh it was just trump supporters the whole time you know same thing so um we we hope you all also enjoyed our very accurate retelling of the trailer it's definitely not wrong uh don't at me um resident evil village uh they're also going to be showing uh, additional news related to the franchise um we're going to make some predictions here so we can see uh, how extremely fucking wrong we are. Uh, we'll know by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, so we're going to be like, have fun. and we're, I'm going to have to edit this whole section out. So that's going to be real fun After for me. it's already out. Yes, I'm going to pull, I'm going to release the podcast, pull the podcast. It, it's going to be like that Kanye West album that came out. I'm just going to keep like, I'm just going to keep editing it as time goes on. Going to Blade Runner this? Yes, very much so. Um, so additional news related to the franchise. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to give Resident Evil 4 uh, the Resident Evil 2 and 3 treatment. Right. And I'm hoping you're right. I'm also hoping they do Code Veronica instead. Just chronologically, you know? Yeah, I I would hope that they uh, do a wild card and remake those games that nobody liked, which was the Resident Evil Outbreak series. That would be... Uh, that would be make a, them likable. That would be a real power move. Um, I don't know if you can make those games likable, but what I liked about them, it was, you know, it was co-op Resident Evil, so that was... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just say... I don't know if they can make those games likable, but what I liked about them was, <laughs> look, dude, I like a I li two hours of sleep, two hours of sleep. <laughs> I I I don't know where I am right now. Look, you, uh, look, not great games can have redeeming features. All right, it's like the games played like shit. It was cool playing those games like shit with like multiple people though. Like picking your character was tight. I can respect that. Fallout seventy six is a thing. Yeah. Um trying to think like what uh, what else they would do um they're probably gonna announce some 
another fucking like what is it like Umbrella Corps game is gonna be fucking shit. Well, I I'm thinking they didn't specifically say Resident Evil games, so I'm thinking it's gonna be something tied to the Netflix series, probably or series is both of those or some kind of maybe like casting for the movie like the reboot series or movie series um something along those lines now i believe they already announced casting for the for the show the live action show i believe your guess would be as good as mine i've i've like really not been keeping up on keeping up on that like at all i think they did i think they did i think we went over it once too i mean <laughs> That sounds like something we, we would have done at some point. Um, yeah. Um, let me see. Let me look, let me look this up. Because they did. Okay. Infinite Darkness was that like animated thing that they kind of did. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They might do some kind of second trailer or like release date trailer for that. Uh, let's see here. How far in production? Let's see. Okay, they shut down because of COVID. <laughs> okay, we're off to a off to a hitting the ground running with with all this Resident Evil stuff. That's wonderful, fantastic. Yeah. Let's see. Instead, we learned that season one is now due to start filming in February 2021. Wonderful, Looks lovely. Like trying to start a Valentine's Day date for filming. Uh, eight episodes for a season, and it's going to be helmed by. One of the guys that was lead writer for Supernatural. Okay, that's cool. Um, very unfortunate that uh, they are already shut down due to COVID. So, you know, that's always, like, in all seriousness, that's, like, a bummer to hear. But it's just, like, mm, yeah. I'm like there's just, there's just, like, what did you, there's what just did you no think? good luck when it comes to, uh, to Resident Evil, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see here. Okay, and up here's a wish list. Okay, maybe that hasn't been the official cast. I thought there was. I thought there was like a guy, like two, like one or two people from like the CW, DC universe. Yeah. Who know? Who knows what that shit's actually gonna be at the end of the day? But you know, I I, I watched all those Resident Evil movies, so you know, I'll fucking, I'll fucking watch this shit too, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I got to do my playthrough of those. Um, God, I want to get in the house so I can do the things that I actually want to do, planned for this and stream and all that yeah, stuff. Dude, you gotta, you gotta fucking, you gotta fucking get on it, dog. Slowly, slowly, I'll do it. One day you'll do it. On a day, maybe operate day, maybe. But yeah, if I had to guess, it's either gonna be. A new trailer with a release date for the animated series on Netflix, and then maybe some kind of casting. I guess so they have released casting and casting for the for the series, because I believe the movies are too too early along to actually do that much. Yeah, fun. it'll be interesting to see like what they actually uh, what other like non re village things that they actually show at this thing. Um, yeah, I'd be up for more ga actual game stuff like how you were kind of saying. Yeah, I. I I hope it's I hope it's really cool. I mean, granted, we haven't seen a lot of it, but you know, this the vibe I get from Resident Evil Village is sick. I like I like like the werewolf angle they seem to be going for. Um, yeah, it seems like the spiritual like successor for Resident Evil Four. Yeah, it's like I almost it's it's so weird. I almost get like a Bloodborne vibe from this, and I'm just like, yes, give me more. Yeah, of that. I can see that. Yeah. 
I can see that. So I guess we'll have to kind of follow up and see. Can't Next can't week, wait to can't wait to see up. how correct we are in a couple of days about everything. Which is 100%. Yes, we have never once been wrong about anything Yo, ever. We predicted Minecraft Steve. Yo, straight up, we we did we did predict <laughs> Minecraft Steve. <laughs> so it's not like we have it's not like we're talking out of our ass here. I mean, we definitely were. We were talking about Minecraft Steve, but look where that got us. So you know. <laughs> A reputation oh right? dude we are we are legendary uh something really cool uh the first images of the mortal Kombat movie uh were, were released that comes out april 16th uh, in theaters and on hbo max um they got the dude from the raid to play sub-zero so the second i saw that i was like i am all in <laughs> Dude, yeah. Have you seen like the like the, I guess the plot for this movie, like the description that they gave? I like. I remember reading it when they like they first showed the images, but I have since uh, forgotten what it was. I remember being like, "Damn, that sounds kind of sick." I know they're like doing like a new character for it. Yeah, the new original character, an MMA fighter, who basically says like, "What the fuck's going on?" And uh, he has to like figure out what the hell is like, why the worlds are merging and all that stuff. You know, Mortal Kombat stuff. Uh, with the help uh, of so, so, Sony and so, so he's so he's like the the mirror to like the whole Mortal Kombat player base, also trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in these games. Exactly. So for that reason, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it looks. God, it looks it looks fucking cool, man. Uh, it, you know, it looks fucking cool, and this is coming from someone who legitimately loves the first Mortal Kombat movie and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, clearly, I have no fucking standards. So this movie could be like Claymation. I'd be like, yo, that looks badass. <laughs> did you ever see the Machinima YouTube series for Mortal Kombat? I don't think I did. I think it was Legacy. You know the name of it? Wasn't, wasn't Legacy the one with Michael J. White? I think so. Let me see. Because I own, I, I have that like on DVD, on DVD, I think. I have that whole series. I think I do, at least. Which does me real uh, good, considering uh, my the one device I was using as like a, a movie machine, which is like my PS my PS4. Uh, now I have the discless PS5, so I just have oh. uh, I just have a bunch of DVDs that I'm using for decoration on our entertainment center now. Oh yeah, we have one of those <laughs> one of those decoration DVDs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael J. White was Jax. Um, I remember I saw part of the first season. I was like, hey, this is actually really cool. And then the whole time I was thinking, why has why have nobody casted the Miz to play Johnny Cage? You know what? From what like, I from what I know about wrestling and how like that that guy is, like, I think that guy literally just like is Johnny Cage, right? Like that's his that's his gimmick, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's like, hello, <laughs> you know, there's some gold here. This is this is the one wrestling thing I will fully back you on. Like okay, like you know how The Rock is like The Rock in every movie. Yeah, like he literally just plays himself, like in every movie. Yeah, almost like Vince Vaughn-ish. Yes, The Miz can just be The Miz. I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we need to go back and watch Mortal Kombat Legacy <laughs> before this movie comes out. Yeah, let me just let me just go find a fucking... De- let me go into this fucking storage closet and pull out my fucking PS4 just so I can watch Mortal Kombat Legacy. It's a YouTube series. You have two monitors. Come on. Look, dude. 
One monitor is for World of Warcraft. The other monitor is for binging with Babish. I'm busy, all right? All right, you can take a little bit of time out of your day to watch Mortal Kombat Legacy. But the binging with Babish. I know how to make the, the I know how to make the Brood Witch from Aqua Teen Hunger Force now, all right? Is Mortal Kombat going to teach me how to do that? No, but it'll teach you how to rip someone's heart out of their their flesh. Ah, uh, you know what, dude? Not even the games have taught me how to do that, so I don't know. I don't know how this. I, I've tried several times. Not hard enough. I, I guess. I guess not. I don't. I don't. I haven't mastered the. Here's the thing, dude. I I'm I'm a literal fucking child. Uh, so whenever I see anything martial arts related, I'm just like. Oh, I could do that too. You, you know how fucking miserable, you know how fucking punishing it must be to like be my friend and just be like, yo, let me try this fucking five point palm exploding heart technique on you real quick. I saw it in the Kill Bill. You saw the Kill Bill? Yeah, great movies, by the way. Yes, great movies, but I say once, once COVID's over, you'll find someone that'll, that'll do it. Someone that will do it to me? No, someone that'll, that'll take it. Oh, yes. That, that yeah. I I do have to be uh, not within social distancing uh, distance to do the five-point palm exploding heart technique, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, and I really don't think Rachel's up for it. I mean, I may or may not have tried before, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor we'll there. Leave that up to the, we'll, we'll leave that up to the, the listeners to describe and decide, not describe. Okay, now I'm running towards the sleep. Welcome, welcome to my welcome to my world, dude. That's why I'm glad we record on Wednesday so I can edit Thursday. So it's the second we're done here. I'm going to fucking bed. Uh, <laughs> hey yo. Uh, so last bit of news here. This was a real cool one uh, for me and uh, my nostalgia boner. Uh, Nintendo announced the new Pokemon Snap is releasing April 30th. Yes. Yeah, so that gives me that much time to finish every game I have on the Switch that I have not finished yet. How many games is that even? Three. Well, what do you have on the Switch that you have to finish? I mean, I started Assassin's Creed 4, so you know I gotta finish it. And then Sunshine and Galaxy. Oh yeah, that's right. You bought the... You you were conned into buying those Mario games. Um, Always. And then I guess what's it called? Uh... Uh, 3D world. If if I go that route, I would I, I would 100 percent say go that route because that's a that's a fucking game there, dude. It's so good. I know. So four, I guess. Um, but yeah, new Pokemon Snap coming April 30th. Um, I don't know how much we've talked about it here on the podcast before, but I am I am a a large Pokemon Snap fan. Uh, oh man, same here. I, I think that's one of, like, the few, like, spin-off Pokemon games that has really, like, hit with me. Like, you know, Mystery Dungeon never really gave a shit about those. The Hey You Pikachu shit was really fucking weird. Um, yeah. Stadium and Stadium and Coliseum were cool. Stadium and Coliseum were cool because it was just, uh, poke, like, the regular Pokemon games. Oh, all the, all the walking. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is, like, the first, like, this was, like, the one pokemon spinoff where i was just like it shouldn't it should not be as fun as it is you know what i think i like about it is like one i guess like it's charm and that's kind of been pokemon's theme like it 
that's that's literally the whole gimmick each thing has its own like specific charm but up until what, maybe let's go it's the only time we've been able to see pokemon in their kind of natural habitats just pokemoning just and even just then, big chilling it, yeah, and even then, it did it on a deeper level than Let's Go did because obviously you just kind of see him pop up on the routes, which is still cool. I really like that. Um, but on here, you see them like interacting. You see simply the vibing. Yeah, yeah, literally. You see the slowpoke becoming the slow bro and the slow. And you see, was it the the big as like Lapras off in the distance and things like that? Like they're just like you said, they're vibing. And I don't think there's another game that does that on the Pokemon front. Yeah, you know? no, I, I it's it's so funny. I on my emulator that I have, I I went out of my way to download Pokemon Snap because I was just like, how fun is this game now? Um, sat down and played it for a little bit, and I was just like, I was like, I have to stop playing this game, Roman. I'm never gonna go to fucking bed. Like I was just like, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it's crazy that that game still holds up because I think there's a lot of a lot of games from that time that just like don't don't fucking hold up that well anymore like i i couldn't tell you how many fucking n64 games that i've played that i'm just like eh, yeah it, what honestly really bums me out is like i know we're in the future now and this doesn't matter but i, I hate that i can't go into a fucking blockbuster and take my sh my cartridge to the fucking or my whatever to the to the fucking sticker station and start printing out but my fucking pictures yeah closest thing now is apparently they're gonna have some really like immersive sharing options for social media so at least at least there's that you know they're kind of at least keeping the spirit alive in the modern times yeah i think that's part of like what made that game cool especially when you were a kid because it was just like oh you can use these pictures that you were fucking taking and like actually collage the much you know and you know stuff like that's really cool it, it it's especially now that like every game has like a, a photo mode yeah fo pokemon so snap pokemon snap was photo yeah, game pokemon mode. snap was the og photo mode because that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm glad they're kind of doing that here hope maybe they'll have some kind of cool editing as well yeah uh i i feel like if if any game is going to take advantage of like an included photo mode, it's probably going to fucking be Pokemon Snap. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't fucking wait for that game, especially in a time where I, I find myself so bored with Pokemon as like a gaming franchise. Like it, I, I, I think Sword, like I, I've said it before, Sword and Shield, uh, those games broke me. I think like uh, I. I would be perfectly fine not playing like a mainline Pokemon game again if if they're going to be like that fucking simple and like like stale. Like it's I I just remember like I just remember playing it with my fucking whatever the the, the rabbit starter is the fire one uh, his final evolution where it's just like. Yo, I'm like one-shotting rock and water types with my stupid fire moves. Like, I, that's if if this was if this was I hate being that motherfucker, but if this was red and blue era, I would be doing one point of damage and I'd be getting shit on the next turn. Yeah, like actual strategy and optional, uh, what's it called? Exp share, like just things like that would have just gone a long way. You know, just not made it so easy. Yeah. It, 
I, I get it. I, you know, I, it's like I understand. I understand that, like in in some aspects, like mainline Pokemon games are not meant for me. You know what I mean? Like, I at at the end of the day, yeah. like I don't think like those games are made for someone like myself who plays a lot of video games and enjoys like a variety of video games and like enjoys a decent amount of challenge with depending on the video game it's like it's not even like i like hard games it's not like well obviously i do like, I, I i play souls games because i'm a fucking crazy motherfucker but like i don't know I, I i feel like pokemon like shit dude put like a difficulty setting in there or something like <laughs> yeah i like i okay it, pokemon games are primarily targeted towards kids but they also need to realize that those kids have parents that grew up with it at this point <laughs> So you got to cater to both. You're kind of at that point of your franchise, you know, like like Star Wars is doing that. They have books for kids and adults, you know. Um, this is very much in the same vein. It, you can do it. All you need is just options. Just a simple EXP share, turning that on and off would have made the game at least, you know, two times as difficult because it was that simple. Yeah, or just like even if you want to keep like the XP share up, like, I don't know, beef up your AI or something. Don't make it so, like, yeah. make unaffected moves feel, like, unaffected. Like, don't make hops suck. Yeah, like, reward reward your players for finding, like, the super effective combos. Like, there, there's so much I think they could do to, like, make, the, like, the mainline Pokemon games interesting. Uh, especially to someone like, you know, to people like you or me, again, uh, and I, th I think I think bringing back something like Pokemon Snap is like a good way to like bring that back in. Just reinvigorate. Yeah, because like you know I, I I love Pokemon Go, but you know we're still in a pandemic. Uh, it if I'm not actively outgoing somewhere, I don't feel the urge to play Pokemon Go. Like if I'm actively outgoing right. places, like oh yeah, like, oh I'll pull out my phone and see if we're buying like Pokestops, especially if I'm out of fucking town. If I'm out of town, I'm playing Pokemon Go like the entire fucking time. I'm I'm out. Oh yeah. Like the last time my girlfriend and I went out of town, we went to like, oh shit. We went to like, it was like the one time we like took some time for ourselves in quarantine. We went to Rio Doso for the day and I was on my phone spinning mm -hmm. Pokestops like all goddamn day. Like that's, that's all I did. Oh yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's just like, you know, it's, it was, it's, a, it's, it was a, it's a different take on the Pokemon formula. Just like Pokemon Snap was like a different take on the Poke Pokemon formula, and that's why like I'm so excited for it because even though it's something that we've seen before, it's a it's a remake or like a new I don't know. Have they said it's like a remake or like a it's like a spirit like a successor? Or... I think it's like a successor. Well, whatever it is, it's like like a direct sequel. Yeah, really. What, I think. Whatever it is, even though it's something that has that came out before. It's something that we haven't seen since the N64. So even though like I, I'm, it feels fresh to me because I'm so excited that it's a Pokemon game that's not the traditional Pokemon game that I'm used to. And I'm not like, granted, I'm, Pokemon Snap is probably a game that you can get through in like a day or two if you like really set your mind down to it. Right. It's not going to be something long, but I feel like something like Pokemon Snap, even though it's going to be like, and I think part of like why I didn't really vibe with pokemon sword and shield it's like not only are those games easy they're long as shit <laughs> like <laughs> yeah they are and this also comes off the heels of, i guess rumors of the finally the diamond pearl uh remakes that are happening so 
if they do that, I think Pokemon has a chance to have their most successful year in a while because people wanted those remakes since like what, like two thousand six, seven. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. I. I just hope that they don't like make those games sword and shield you know what i mean like no i hope that they uh, i hope what they use of those is that they learn obviously it's going to look like sword and shield if they do that that's kind of what they've always done for remakes but i hope that they pick up where they but the feedback that they get from sword and shield and really just implement the things that we loved about those games in the first place you know like i'm playing platinum right now and part of my reason to do that is okay really get this out of the way so i can not be burnt out on it by the time it comes out on switch yeah if that if the yeah it's, and it's like i miss i miss the days when i had to like legitimately think about my party composition depending on like where i was going it's like oh, okay i don't want to get like fucked by this so i should probably level this up right and i think and gen 4 does that really well at least as far as i'm playing how my playthrough right now so i really hope they don't just make it easy and really do a good job with these if it's true but i think i don't see any reason that kind of said like my outline in my head is one year they'll do let's go is the next year with sword and shield the next year um was the dlcs and then now remakes and then from there you can probably have another let's go or just go straight into gen what is it nine i don't even fucking know anymore there's too many <laughs> like there's so much Pokemon and so much backlog that you can really take your time before between generations. And apparently between remakes, because it'll probably be like another twenty years since we until we get black and white and black and white too. Yeah, it's um there there was a time where I was like ex I would I was like excited about like Pokemon news. Now I'm like I, I get very lukewarm <laughs> about things I think. Like it's cool that it's like their their what is it, the twenty fifth anniversary of of pokemon like it's it's right. really cool because it's like you know like we talked about it last week this is this is a game series that i literally grew up with like not even just the video games you know what i mean like i i was avid collector Everything. of pokemon cards i watched that tv show to fucking death like so many like so many arcs of that fucking tv show uh i got like so many like action figures toys whatever you like dude to this day uh I, if I see some cool Pokemon shit, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna fucking like, I I buy it because it's just like I I love I love Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I just think like my love of things Pokemon has slowly moved away from the games itself and has more moved on into like everything else. Like it's even gotten to the point where it's just like, I get that he's the fucking mascot dude, but like I I'm tired of Pikachu. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of Pikachu. Yeah. It was cool that they kind of moved to Eevee a little bit, gave a little bit of that spotlight there. Yeah, like uh, like having Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee was a very good decision because like, well, I got I got the Let's Go Eevee version because fuck Pikachu. Right. Um, not really, Pikachu's fine, I guess. I'm just tired of him being like the fucking face of. <laughs> of he's no, he's no Mewtwo. He, he does not, he does not have Mewtwo's fat fucking cock. That's for sure. Um. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I I feel like there needs to be like a restructuring of like the foundations of Pokemon, but like I think I'm too much of an idiot to figure out. Besides, like, oh, 
put hard mode in game. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, and it, yeah. I, I can only speak from someone because, like, you know, obviously Pokemon is still like one of, if not the most, like, financially, <laughs> like, well, like, rich, like, fucking media franchise on the fucking planet. Uh, so it's like, at at some point, I have to acknowledge that like, Pokemon is like not really f made for me. I, it's just a thing that I like enjoy because I grew up with it. Like the older I get, the less Pokemon is for me, and I just wish that Pokemon had also grown up with me instead of me just growing up like adjacent to it. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be that. Like I said, they're at a point where you have multiple generations of fans. And you can and you can cater to all of them. It's not like it's yeah out and of like, reach. And like here's the thing, I'm not asking for like a grim, dark, like mature fucking Pokemon game or story. Like I, I don't I don't even think I want that. You know what I mean? Like I I, I know yeah. I don't want that. I just want like I just want them to do something enough to the Pokemon formula where I'm like, damn, I really like these games again. It could even be something as simple as like put in a fucking hard mode in your game like straight up i think that would be enough for me just like if i have to like if i have to use my brain to play a pokemon game again i would be happy instead of like uh i have a right. it's like i have a team of six clefairies and i'm just gonna steamroll everything in my way because nothing matters or i'd say even if it's something like okay going into sword and shield you saw like the what's it called those like crop circles on the mountains and it's like ooh, what was that how was that gonna tie in and then it's not really anything. And then it, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like a cool like Last Jedi way where it's subverted expect expectations. It just was nothing. So there was no point. And I think even if they did just that, or okay, you know that like Mushroom Town that like looked really cool and was like oozing a personality. Yeah, the one the the one in the where the fairy gym is. Is it, if there was like more to do in places like that then i'd be on board but it, it sword and shield didn't have that it was very much a streamlined a game with some cool ideas you know with the whole like stadium and like promotions and demotions like there, there's lore that's there in the gallant region and i just feel like we got so much just surface level out of it and that's kind of a bummer and that's i i know i kind of been like defending the dlcs a little bit and i still haven't played Crown Tundra. Oh god, I have four and a half games to play before. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think one of the cool things is that it's is that was it the what was the first one? The, the not the snow one. Isle of Armor yeah. or whatever Alabama, it is. Yeah. That it did give some like extra lore to Galar. And that was the cool stuff, you know, the stuff that's specific to each region, you know, like Johto, you have the two towers, one's gone and one is where Ho um comes back to and then you have um like the volcano in Hoenn and things like that you know like Galar had so much potential and they barely scraped the surface of it so if it's an easy game but at least it has all of that cool stuff then I'll still be happy with it I mean like gold and silver weren't the hardest games you know but you had the unknown like I said you had the ho stuff um just different things like that yeah i when I think about like growing up with Pokemon and like what it meant to me, like as a kid, like I, 
I, I don't. I, I don't. I think nothing that they could do will ever get me back to like that particular place with Pokemon, and I've accepted that, and that's fine. Pokemon Go was the closest thing to it, I think. Yeah, I, I Pokemon Go is like there was that there. You know, when it first launched, there was that period of time where it was like that. That's all I fucking did was just was go and play Pokemon yeah. Go. And then even a few years later, once raids really kicked off, like that was cool too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of shit to love like with Pokemon. It's just I. I I hope I hope new Pokemon Snap recaptures it. That that's what I'm thinking. Like I I've I'm rarely excited for like new Pokemon stuff. Like even Sword and Shield, I was like, wow, that's fucking cool that they're doing that. And I was like, I was never really like super hyped on it. Like I I, I you know I thought it was fucking sick and I was excited for it, but I wasn't like shit in my pants. But I remember when I saw that they were like re like remaking or sequel making a sequel to pokemon snap i was like oh, are you fucking kidding me dude like holy shit let's go i think pokemon snap is like i i feel like not a lot of not not enough people talk about pokemon snap yeah right exactly so here's to the future <laughs> Yeah, here's the thing about Pokemon Snap 2. I know for a fact that that game would... It's not going to be my game of the year or anything like that. I know it's not. But I'm, I know I'm going to have a damn good time playing it because it will be the most different thing that Nintendo has done with Pokemon in what feels like 25 years. <laughs> yeah, so... I think they'll stick the landing. It looks great. It looks it looks really good. Um, I, I feel like if there's a game that's going to take advantage of like the switch and handheld mode with the gyroscope, that's the game that I want to fucking do it with. There's there's a lot of fucking potential there. Um, I I am very very excited for uh, for Pokemon Snap. Um, I just I just hope I see Mewtwo's fat wang in that. It'll happen because he has a fat wang. I will I will mod it in. I'll become I'll be I'll mod Switch games just so I could put big cock Mewtwo in there. <laughs> We're earning that explicit tag. There we go, baby. If I'm gonna look, if I'm gonna go out of my way to tag this podcast as explicit, I'm gonna earn it. I respect it. Well, do you have anything else for us, Keith? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that basically just about wraps up everything we got to talk about this week. I agree. So, uh, before we do our final send off here, uh, you want to do a little bit of, uh, housekeeping? Housekeeping? Moment of housekeeping? 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 Let's see here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where are we at on Twitter? It's a uh, minigames pod, I believe. Uh, let me go. Minigames cast on both cast. Twitter and Instagram. Okay, there it is. Minigames cast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me over on everything at woo underscore Keith. Woo, as everyone knows, is W H O O. Fuck you, Chris. Uh, where can we find you at? Go down the list. Uh, where do we begin? Uh, Twitter, Bad X Health, Instagram, You Broke Like Glass, Twitch, uh, X Skulltula X. You can also find me. Um, on the other podcast that we just put out an episode for only out on spotify right now because getting your podcast on the apple podcast is a fucking pain in the ass uh it's about world of warcraft it's called raid night at the apollo uh me and my friend brad 
who also plays World of Warcraft, obviously, uh, are doing it. Go listen to that on on Spotify or also also Anchor. Thank you. Hey, yo. thank you, thank you for the the double the double pod host. We appreciate you. Uh, also, if you didn't know. I re-recorded our sponsor. It sounds real fucking good, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Bam. Uh, yeah, that's that's where you can find me uh, on the internet, though. Again, just to repeat it, you can find us both collectively as the Minigames Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, at Minigamescast. Um, I'm going to make a Tumblr for us for old time's sake. Not really. Um, that's, uh, that's it. Also, uh, if you have the time, we would greatly appreciate it if you uh, rated us and left us a review on Apple and Google. Uh, it takes literally no time for you to do that. You can even just give us uh, some five stars and be like, you can still give us five stars and tell us we suck. It'll still look real good for us in the end. So we definitely recommend doing that. Yes, yes, definitely. Apple, Google, where wherever you can. I know Spotify doesn't have that feature. Shame. Shame yeah. on them yeah you know what it's the last thing the last group of people i want like reviewing us or like people that like live on spot like granted i live on spotify but it's just like i wouldn't say nice things to anybody on spotify no definitely not but yeah if you can help us out that's really beneficial for small pods which is us so all seven of you definitely help us out I'm gonna be counting those fucking reviews. Not really. I don't. I get like I get like anxiety about that. <laughs> I don't think oh, I would straight up. <laughs> that's like I, I feel. I feel like reading like reviews. That like that's like the equivalent of like oh don't read the YouTube comments type shit. Like I just I wouldn't do that because I would, I would literally just have a fucking meltdown. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's it's 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 not a fun time. Uh, but anyway, I think that's actually going to do it for us here. Uh, this has been uh, episode... What fucking episode is this, dude? I've lost my mind. 38. Well, 38. This is episode 38 of the Minigames podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'm going to go the fuck to bed. Bye-bye. Later. Later.